Rob, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your interest. Uh, I, just, and, I, I don't want to cut into our time, so just freeze our time for a second. Uh, I was just watching Salt Lake City. Uh, have you seen the Jordan documentary? Not yet. Okay, you got to check it out because there's a whole whole episode about how hard it is to play at the jazz in Salt Lake City because the fans are absolutely insane. It's the it's the loudest recorded noise uh, in history of basketball. Yeah, they're all wearing, like Phil Jackson's wearing earplugs the entire game, well, entire series. Anyway, anyway, I digress. Let's well, you, I mean, you have a weird connection to Salt Lake City, don't you? With, uh, uh, with I think one of the films you did. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't hear that. I don't hear about that particular film very often at all. Yes. Um, uh, where I played an elder, which was which was really fascinating for me. Um, I can't remember the name of that movie. It was. Uh, God, it was uh, 16, 17 years ago. Yeah, it was, I think it was. Uh, it was. It, it had to do with with. Uh, no, I was in the church. I was. Yeah. I was on a mission. I was spread. I was spreading the word. But I can't remember what the name of the movie was. Something boys. Oh, I guess we'll have to IMDb it. Yeah, you know, we're both embarrassed because I brought it up and I should know the name of well, it. Well, you know what? I don't know that you should because if I don't remember it, then you shouldn't. Uh, it was a life-changing event for many people, so don't go <laughs> yeah. right in. And okay. and my gosh, thank you for uh, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. What a what an amazing uh, and and very funny show that is. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's a dream come true. I mean, we've been doing it now fourteen years, and we are we we are. It, you hear a lot of people talk about how these shows become family. Well, we are literally family. I mean, we're all married to one another, and and uh, we're all best friends. It's it's so much like family. You fight at Thanksgiving. That's that's family. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're uh, we're we're very very close. Um, and now you know. Let's talk about Mythic Quest because this is this is one of those shows that's you know really about behind the scenes of something and all that goes on uh, that way. And and what great comic fodder you have for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, just the idea of of getting into the gaming industry was was really interesting for us. Um, just because we had never seen, I've never seen anything that portrayed it authentically. And I think the community felt that way. And people who don't play games, um, I wanted to make sure that we were making a show that they could watch as well. And that you didn't have to watch games or understand the gaming industry uh, to, to get into the show. And we're, and we're finding that to be true. And it's finding a, a really very, you know, solid audience. I mean, I, you know, I read some of what the, uh, what your fans have said, the first couple of episodes, you, you're, you kind of introducing characters, but then it breaks loose and it's just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's always interesting to release a show all at once because what I've noticed is that people really love the show, but they say, oh, the first couple episodes were kind of like, I was just, they were kind of hard to get into and I was just getting to know the people, but then it got really funny. I'm like, well, that's what a television show is. <laughs> you know, normally back in the day, you would release one, people would watch it, they would think about it, they would go, oh, okay, and then they would have a second one and then you were warming up into it very rarely. I mean, my favorite shows, save for like Friends, nobody watched for three years, right? Seinfeld, the greatest show of all time, like couldn't find an audience. Cheers it was, was going to be audience. canceled at one time. Yeah, yeah. So that's just a function of people figuring out what the show is, who the characters are. And so now all of a sudden you're putting all of the episodes out 
and people are like overwhelmed by it. But then what we're finding is that by the end, they're going back and rewatching it, which is great. Now, with with quarantine, though, you've taken a giant negative and turned it into a giant plus for you because it is absolutely, uh, you know, it hits the market, you know, what everybody's kind of going through. And yet you're 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 still going with the show. So it's congratulations on that type of thinking. Thank you. Yeah. Well, the whole point of it was to get everybody back to work. Really, that was that was what we were trying to do. But we wanted to make sure we were doing an episode that felt um, like it belonged in the series and that that we weren't using our limitations as an excuse to make something that we didn't feel was uh, on par with the rest of the show, that it still felt like it was just a storytelling device with which we wanted to tell, tell an interesting, different story. And then beyond that, um, it, was it was the hardest production I've ever been associated with. However, I would say it's probably the episode of TV that I'm most proud of. And it was, it's just because of the ingenuity and patience and work uh, and effort that an entire crew of people uh, working together, um, we're able to accomplish. I think somebody's going to do a motion picture this way. We're going to strap a camera to individual actors, and then everybody turns in their footage, and and we cut it together, uh, keeping social distance. So I think you're on to something right here. We're trying. <laughs> uh, working with F. Murray Abraham has got to be butter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we were going through the casting process, Jeannie McCarthy, who's our casting director, she said, okay, well, who are you thinking for CW? And I said, well, we're probably thinking like, like an F. Murray Abraham type. Like that would be like, like the type. And she's like, well, what about F. Murray Abraham? And I'm like, well, I don't think he would do it. And she's like, well, it's really good. Let's send it to him and see. So we sent it to him. He called me the next day and said, I'm in. <laughs> well, he's got an incredible sense of humor as well. He does. Uh, and, and again, what a professional he is too. I mean, to, to actually take on that role and then just make it his own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And to be totally game for what we just, uh, what we just did, you know, I mean, he didn't, he had certain trepidations in terms of the technology and making sure that he could keep up with it, but he put in the work and, and, and we had our tech departments walking him through everything. And he had a lot of patience with us and with himself and, 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 and turned in as always in a hilarious, a hilarious, uh, performance. Now, in our final moments together, I, I know that you don't keep still. So what's on the drawing board? You have you have something new coming up? Are you working on a film or something? You want more from me, Toscano? I do. I shot an entire episode in quarantine. <laughs> You're not working hard enough. Um, no, look, we're always um, we're always thinking about that next season of Sunny. So um, that's uh, that's what we're talking about now. Well, it's a pleasure again to catch up with you and talk with you. And I want to leave you with this. That Mark Twain once said, you can give a man a fish. That's, that's all. <laughs> he was very wise. He was very wise. All right. Take Thank care, you. Rob. And it's a, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Pleasure to talk to you.